What happens at Grandma's stays at Grandma's is a model for you and your grandkids. If it's fun, it's fair game. But lately, hip pain has you grimacing more than laughing. And that's a moment you realize life's too short to put off treatment any longer. The Joint and Spine Center is Cincinnati's leading destination for orthopedic care with hundreds of joint replacements each year. So when a moment has the power to change the rest of your life, go to the one place with the power to change it for the better. The Christ Hospital Health Network. This changes everything. The Pound This Podcast is brought to you by the Christ Hospital Health Network. I want to lose weight, but I don't know how to get started. What should I meal prep every week? How do I get those sweet booty gains? Inspiration for your healthy lifestyle. You can pound this. The Pound This Podcast with Amanda Valentine. Well, hey there, homies. Thanks for listening to the Pound This Podcast. I am Amanda Valentine, and let's talk about New Year's resolutions, shall we? Because I am a huge believer in New Year's resolutions. My weight loss journey started as a New Year's resolution from going from 2011 into 2012. So it's it's been a while, but guess what? They can work and you can stick to them too. So um, what I personally did with my New Year's resolution was I made the resolution not to diet anymore because I had yo-yo dieted for over a decade. And I just was like, you know what, I just need to be healthier. I wasn't happy with where I was in life, like who I was. And I mean, it's a long story, which you can get into in previous episodes, and we'll get into more in the future. But I... um you know what? I was just like, I'm just going to make the best decision possible in every moment. I also did a short-term resolution. I made a three-month resolution for me personally to lose 15 pounds in three months. And when I lost 20 in three months, I was like, oh my gosh, I can do this by myself. I don't need somebody telling me how to eat or telling me how to move. And oh my God, like maybe I can do this thing. And so, I mean, I I think New Year's resolutions is a great, I know people roll their eyes at it and then there's a lot of hate around it too, which I think is weird, but I understand that everybody likes that like fresh start, like, you know, diet starts Monday mentality. It's a new year, new me. It's it's a great jumpstart excuse and I like those sorts of things, but if it's not your thing, then you don't have to go there. Like it's, it's all personal preference, but I know going into 2020, so many of us are like, 2020 is my year. This feels good. I'm like, well, it's a whole new successful me, which I think that we all go into every year feeling like that. But I, I'm, for some reason, this this year feels different. Maybe it's because I'm making this insane, insane life change, um, which I will be doing some a lot of podcasts talking about my own personal journey and the stuff I've been going through for months um, coming into the new year. I'm just in this weird transition space now of just I need to get 2019 past me and get into 2020 so I can hit the ground running. There's only so much stuff that I can do right now, which by the way, um, just if you don't follow me on Instagram, I quit my full-time job at uh, my radio station and I'm moving forward in this health and fitness space because this and this podcast means so freaking much to me and I just I just want to reach out to as many people as possible um, 
So, I mean, if you want to check out my website, it's amandavalentinebites.com. You subscribe to my newsletter because what I'm going to talk about in this podcast, I'm also talking about in my newsletter blast that is is going out. And I'm going to do a weekly newsletter with some tips and tricks and all that fun stuff. I've been working on a cookbook. Of course, it's going slower than planned. Hopefully that comes out in January. I'm going to be working on uh, becoming a personal trainer at Cincy 360 Fitness here in Cincinnati. So if uh, you're a radio listener and you're worried that I'm leaving Cincinnati, I am not. But um, Cincinnati's my home base, but I hope to travel all over the dang place this year and see what I can do. I have my Moab trip if you want to meal prep with me and hike and off-road because that has been such a huge part of me discovering ways that I love to move my body and you need a great New Year's resolution. Um, You can sign up for that. Um, You can find that on my Instagram page. At you can pound this. You can find that on my Facebook page at Amanda Valentine Bites or just reach out to me. Um, you can email me at Amanda at AmandaValentineBites.com. That's happening in Moab in April. Just because part of my New Year's resolution was just to be the best version of me possible. And that was maybe I don't like going to a big box gym. At the time, I didn't. But I like walking and I like hiking. And if you're looking for that short-term resolution, you know what? Going on a badass hiking trip in April that's enough time to get some training in to give you some motivation. So um, there's all that. But let's get into, <laughs> sorry, I'm rambling here. Let's get into my top five tips for sticking to New Year's resolution. And that is a do a short term goal. Like I just said, like a three month goal, I think that pieces it away so much easier. Because if you're like me, and I had over 100 pounds to lose, that is just so overwhelming and so crazy. And if you're just like thinking, I'm talking about like, I'm going to drink more water than soda, like little small goals like that stuff adds up. And it might not seem like this huge rip the new page, new year, new me thing. But ultimately, it leads up to that. Like I've talked about this before, too. One of my New Year's resolutions the same year I decided to make the best decision possible in every moment was also to start flossing because I was getting a bunch of cavities and I probably should floss. Right. Shouldn't we all floss And, and flossing without it looking like. I murdered someone in the sink, which is full of blood, gross. But let's be real here. That's what was happening. So, and I still floss almost every single day. I mean, unless I just get super hammered and passed out. Let's let's be real. But I mean, just those little small things add up. I mean, it's been eight years. I've been flossing almost every single day. Like that's crazy to me. So drinking more water, that's something that you could start. That's a small goal. And guess what? It can last an entire lifetime. So those short-term goals, give yourself little nuggets, little bites, maybe like a week goal or a month goal or a three-month goal, and then just go from there. You know what I mean? You don't have to be like, this entire year, this is going to happen because it gets overwhelming. Uh, My second tip is to make a realistic goal. Just like those things of like, I'm not going to, saying you want to lose like 50 pounds in three months. Come on now. I mean, that's just one that's just really unhealthy. And whenever you don't reach that goal, it's, you're going to be upset about it. So give yourself those small, realistic goals that, you know, and even if it's something that you can just mark off of a list every day that makes you feel good about checking off a list, then that's good. For me this year, oh, I, I, I have to get organized. Like even my husband got me all organizational stuff for Christmas because now I like own my own business, which is totally bananas. And you have to be organized for that. And I I am not. My desktop looks like a shotgun blast, like just icons and crap everywhere. So that's going to be one small little nugget at a time for me. And it's a realistic goal, which leads me into tip number three, which is baby steps. 
One small little thing. You don't need to go hog wild coming out of there of like, okay, I'm going to go from just eating nothing but, you know, fast food and cake to kale. Like if you make that hard turn, which so many people do, I think, and I think it's a recipe for failure at the beginning of the year, then you're just like, this sucks. <laughs> I mean, it totally does. Those little small steps. Maybe you just add a smoothie to your daily routine where you put that kale in there. You know what I mean? You don't have to go from eating fast food to eating like, you know, boiled chicken and kale. You know? <laughs> so, you know, those little small little steps of maybe just add one more vegetable today or, you know, just... And to make those small little steps, or I'm going to meal prep tonight. I'm going to prepare my meals tonight for the next day instead of just meal prepping for the entire week. If that's something that you would want to do, but it's kind of overwhelming, do it one day at a time. Do it one meal at a time. Baby steps. And then tip number four is consistency. You got to stick to it. I'm sorry. There's just no, there's no getting around that. And you need to make it part of your routine, which I forgot, was it like 21 days or whatever they say is to make a routine? I feel like it's probably different for everybody, but you have to stay consistent. And even after week one, you mess up and you fall off that wagon, get right back on it. Because I, I know for me, so much of my life has been like, well, screwed up. So uh, it's time to just go nuts now. Like I, uh, you know what, I, I, ate a, I ate three Reese's trees. So might as well throw a large pizza onto that because I've, I've failed today. And then you just stay off of it. You got to stay consistent. And if you mess up, that's fine. Or don't even see it as a mess up. It's just life. Come on now. We all, every single person does it. And if you don't, you are a robot and you creep me out. So just try to stay as consistent as possible. If you quote unquote mess up on what you're trying to do, just get right back on it again. And because once you're off for so long, getting back on, I mean, if you've been on that hamster wheel like I have, it sucks. So try to stay consistent as possible because it's it's the secret to success. You just I mean, you really you have to like it's you have to know what your why is, how strongly you feel about your goals with whatever you're doing. And you got to know that that consistency is the key to success. And if you believe in yourself, which you got to go into this believing in yourself too, you can't be like, well, here's another New Year's resolution. I'm going to blow like you're already setting yourself up for failure. Like believe in yourself. I know that sounds corny, but you got to know that you can do it. You know what I mean? And that goes into tip number five, which is go easy on yourself. Give yourself some grace. Like, don't be like, I messed up. I suck. I'm a turd. I can't get anything done. That is going to get you nowhere. And negative self-talk, well, yo, I got a lot of that going on too. But you have to get into the routine and be consistent about talking yourself out of that headspace which is really super hard. And maybe if you can't do it by yourself, you reach out to somebody else, you have a buddy, you have a therapist, anyone, that when you get into that head spin, that someone can help pull you out of it if you don't know how to pull yourself out of it. Because that is just not, that's not helpful for you. That's not helpful for anyone in your life. If you are going down this I'm terrible. I can't do this. Why do I keep screwing up? I'm going to be this way forever. That's, I mean, you're just stuck. You're just sitting in your own mud hole at that point and you're not, you know, taking the ladder to get out. And it's, it's hard. It is 
real hard. And I really plan in 2020 to be talking to a lot of people that are experts in this space to help as many people as possible get out of this negative self-talk spiral, including myself, Um, especially for me for the past several months, making some really, really hard life decisions and like taking some really big risks. I've been I have just beat the hell out of myself. And I I, like when you're doing any sort of change, like trying to be healthier or losing weight or anything like that, it's 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 hard and it's real easy to to use yourself as as a punching bag. So I'd say that you got to you got to be go easy on yourself. If you do something that's not into your plan or something that you feel like you screwed up. That is part of the journey, like, and that is going to teach you so much. And I think it's being in that headspace of learning from the mistakes of like, what did I learn from this? Instead of being like, you know, I'm I'm terrible. It's like, okay, we all mess up. We all do. Like, no one is perfect. As much as everyone would like you to believe that from looking at their social media pages, no one's perfect. We all screw up. And it's like, okay, well. Okay, how can how can I learn from this and, and not do it again? For me, doing crash diets for 10 years, instead of being mad at myself of like, oh my God, if I just would have like kept that 60 pounds off that I lost in freaking 2005, like how much easier would I'm quote unquote easier would my life would have been if I could have just stuck to it instead of gaining it back and then losing and gaining it back and that whole cycle. But it's like I I wouldn't be who I am right now if I wouldn't have gone through all that. I have learned so much about who I am, what I like, what I don't like, what works for me, what doesn't. And guess what? That train never ends. You do nothing but get older and grow. And what works for me in this very moment didn't work for me a year ago and won't work for me a year now. You have to you know, be in your space now and realize that not what worked for you before doesn't always work now and you got to switch stuff up and change stuff up and be easy on yourself for that instead of hey I know you know two years ago I went carb free for six months and I lost so much weight and it was awesome and now I'm trying to go carb free again and my body is not budging what the heck is wrong with me your body is just different you know what I mean you're in a different place now you're two years older and because it worked for you before doesn't necessarily mean that it works now but it doesn't mean you can't borrow some things from what you did before and learn some new things and try something different. And it's all just that's what is so frustrating about this whole thing is it's just like it's so much just easier. Tell me what to do. I'm going to do this. It worked. And then whenever that ends is when it comes back. It's you. It's hard because it's not just that for have like lifetime lifetime results. You have to learn and grow and know that not. Any plan is one size fits all, that it is specifically you, your body, your needs, your lifestyle, and you have to borrow things from everybody and, and, you know, from your past mistakes to move forward. Does that all make sense? And I know that's not an easy quick fix thing going into a new year's resolution, but it's, it's that I think that, you know, and I've talked about this a lot in this podcast, that self-awareness is such a huge key is you just got to know yourself. You got to know what you like, what you don't like, you know, what you what you really, really want, what you want to work for. And you just and that's what's really hard is like holding up a mirror to yourself and just looking at you, 
for all the good and all the bad and knowing what you really want and how you're going to move forward doing that. It's tough. It's really tough. <laughs> so um, I think, though, that when but once you kind of get a, a hold on it, like for me, once I started really kind of untangling my own knots in moving forward, doing that with my New Year's resolution and what has been successful for me, it's absolutely life changing, like completely, completely life changing. I mean, I just quit a 20 year radio career <laughs> to move forward in in this space because this means so much to me. It has completely changed my life and my heart. And I think that, you know, if you could just use me an example in this space that when you do something really good for yourself and it, you're going to just it's going to change you. It's going to change you in ways that you didn't think. Like I thought for me, losing weight would mean I'm going to, you know, finally be in a pair of pants where I'm not rubbing out the thighs and I can actually, you know, wear cuter clothes and I can, you know, actually get on a roller coaster without being worried that the bar won't snap around me. Like that's what my idea of weight loss was of just like, I just want to like, you know, no, not worry about getting a seatbelt extender and all of these things. And yes, those things are awesome. But it, I could have never in a million years predicted that it would change my life so hard that knowing how much it changed me once would become my passion of wanting to help other people feel this feeling and know how much it can just it can fulfill your life. And it's not just losing the weight. It's knowing yourself. It's being proud of yourself. It's achieving goals. It's about feeling good with yourself. It's not just the number on the scale that, you know, what started as what I, well, especially when I yo-yo dieted felt so much just, you know, oh, I want to be skinny turned into, I, I want to just, I just want to help people and I want to do a podcast and I want to, um, you know, do these trips to Moab and I want to, you know, become a personal trainer and I want to like just meal prep and I want to do all like I just if you took a, if I had a DeLorean, which I'm glad I don't because they seem like terrible cars um, other than looking cool. But if I could go back in time and told myself what I'm doing now, I don't think in any world I would have believed you. And that's how much this has completely changed me. And I just wish that for everyone not to go with this exact same path, obviously, but to just feel like whenever you set a goal for yourself and you want to be the healthiest version of yourself possible, you want to be the best version of yourself possible, not just a number on a scale. It just, it is just so fulfilling and rewarding. And I hope going into 2020 that, you know, you can have some, some goals that you can achieve and feel those feelings because it's amazing. And I feel like I'm rambling. So <laughs> thank you for listening to this podcast as always. Um, and, uh, you know, when coming out in 2020 in January, I've got a lot of stuff planned. So I've kind of got some weird interim transition time here and hopefully um, I can get some some better footing and and know what the heck I'm doing in January and I, I really hope that you're there again you could follow along uh, on my Instagram page as you can pound this Amanda Valentine Bites on Facebook uh, AmandaValentineBites.com and um, thank you for listening <laughs>